Listener Production. The sea of red on the Aussie market as stocks head lower on Monday. And find out what key events to watch this week. Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday, the 18th of September. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Hello, Stevie. Welcome back. Thank you for gracing us with your presence and your beautiful voice. Oh, well, thanks so much. It's good to be back. I missed you on Friday. I missed you too, Stevie. It's good to be back together again. And unfortunately, it seems like whenever I'm you away, the, the market with jumps. You. Yeah. So on Friday last week, the market had its best day in over two months. Mm-hmm. Solid week as well. Hasn't been a great September, it must be said. But today, the market's mm-hmm. gone backwards as we head into the close. As you've come into the picture. I'm seeing a correlation yeah, here, Stevie. So heading into the close, we're down 51 points, 0.7 of 1%. And as you alluded to, you know, we did have a good end to the week last week. We had two straight days of gain. So we put an end to that. Last week, over the course of the week, we lifted for four out of the five sessions. We're up 1.7%. So we reversed about half of those gains almost, not quite, but Roughly. Exactly. And the market's down now by a little more than 1% in September. We've got nine trading days left this month. And historically, September Mm. has not been a good month. I don't know why. Maybe everyone's too busy being outside or something. That could be one reason. Put the auto sell button on or something. (laughs) Eight of the 10 past (laughs) years. No financial advice. (laughs) Eight of the past 10 years, the Mm. AS6200 has fallen in September. One reason perhaps could be the ex-dividend stocks because there are quite a few stocks that trade ex-div. That's going to continue this week with a lot of money paid out in dividends too. Today, there really wasn't much driving markets as far as major economic data or things happening overseas just yet, but it was Michelle Bullock's first day as the oh. governor of the Reserve Bank, the first female in the role in that seven-year term. Mishy B. Mishy B, as you like, <laughs> you referred to her as. Exactly right. So, I said that this morning and you're like, who? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, Mishy, it's Mishy B's first day. What do you mean, who? <laughs> exactly. So she steps into the role. We'll talk about the RBA a little this week because there mm-hmm. are a few bits and pieces out, but that's going to be quite significant. We're going to be hearing a lot more from her on a monthly basis Yay. for the next seven years. Yes. That sounds like a long time. <laughs> it is a long time, isn't it? Yeah. It's a long term and yeah. not an easy job to, to get into um, no. at all. Most seem to be criticised at some stage during the yes. seven-year term, Good which I'm sure will be her. no different. How did the sectors do today? Not well. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> all 11, All 11 sectors. are down. Yeah. All 11 are down heading into the close, but tech that was the standout and not in a good way, unfortunately. Mm. So they really tracked the losses that we saw in the US tech sector last Friday. So last Friday, we saw the tech giants falling over in the US like Apple, NVIDIA, and the tech-focused sector, the NASDAQ, fell 1.6% on Friday. So at the moment, we're down over 2.5% here in Australia in terms yeah. of the tech sector. And on Friday, I mean, tech stocks were up almost 2%. So they yes. are coming off the back of those very solid improvements. And it, the same can be said for a number of sectors like energy, for example, right? They, we saw energy stocks rising quite strongly on Friday, but they've come under a lot of pressure today, down about yes. 1.3%. So the yeah. second worst performer at this stage. Absolutely. And I would sort of put that down to, you know, a broader sell-off across the whole market. Obviously, we have some pretty key things coming up ahead this week. So even though we've seen commodity prices reach multi-month highs, you know, oil prices are really high, so are iron ore prices, but still we're seeing energy stocks and material stocks falling. So 
it's just part of that broader sell-off at the moment, waiting for those key things to come up towards the mid to end of this week. Exactly. So the oil price is up near 90 US dollars per barrel, the mm-hmm. highest it's been in about 10 months, three straight weeks of gains as well because exactly. of some concerns around supply shortages globally in coming months. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned iron ore. I mean, it's up around 121 bucks per tonne, the highest it's been since April mm-hmm. this year. And mm-hmm. so the more support we get from China's government because of its slowing construction and property markets, the more helpful that could be for prices there. Exactly right. And today you alluded to ex-dividend stocks. I mean, we are moving away from stocks trading ex-dividend and more into those paying out mm. their dividend, but there is still plenty of stocks trading ex six today. Yeah. And I mean, two of the large one, Credit Corp was one, Cube mm-hmm. was another, both were ex-div. What else caught your eye? Cochlear as well. The hearing solutions giant. Yeah, so there's some, you know, relatively big companies. I mean, Cochlear is probably the biggest there. Yeah. We also had Computer Share paying out its dividend, 40 cents per share. Tabcorp paid out its as mm. well, one cent per share. Yep. John's Ling Group, four and a half cents per share. Yeah, I believe Newcrest as well was paying a dividend out today in Infomedia. So pretty busy day on that front. And you're exactly right. Around, you know, the last month or so, we've had plenty of stocks ex-div. And now we are certainly shifting to that point where we're going to get more and more companies paying out distributions, which is the the more fun option, isn't it? It, it is for investors you know, that hold shares in those companies. Exactly. $3.1 billion over the course of this week. That's it's going to ramp up next week, though. That's it, nothing compared to next week. Yeah. I think it's like 21 and a half yeah. or something next week. Billi- exactly. Billion, that is. Billi- with a B. Billion. With a B. This always reminds me of that Austin Powers movie. <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> One billion dollars. Yeah, that's very right. But anyway, what else caught your eye apart from ex-dividend stocks and dividend payments? Fruit and veggie grower Costa Group was in focus as well today after news that private equity firm Payne Schwartz Partners, who made an offer to buy all shares in Costa Group back in July, the price $3.50 per share. But what happened today was they've slashed that offer by 30 cents a share. So down to $3.20 per share, which in the big scheme of things takes the total offer value to $1.49 billion, again with a B, Mm -hmm. (laughs) rather than the original $1.63 billion. So quite a hefty downgrade there. And this is after spending some time looking under the bonnet, conducting due diligence. So they've clearly come to the conclusion that they've bid too much initially. And they've now said that this is their best and final offer. Costa is considering the new offer and will update the market down the track. So Coming into the close, its shares are currently down 3.4%. And actually, we have just closed, Mm. and they did close down 3.4%. 3.4%. That stayed consistent. And Costa's had a pretty rocky ride recently. It was down 14% last month. It rose 21% back in July. And we should quickly mention, since the market's closed, the ASX 200, down 48 points, roughly 0.7% lower. And this was after that, as we pointed Mm. out at the outset, the strong gains of about 1.3% on Friday. So worst day since I think last Wednesday. So not that far back. Yeah, not too bad. I mean, (laughs) A2 Milk and Sinlay, there were Mm. two stocks that made plenty of headlines today. Of course, A2 Milk is well known for the the milk you might see at the supermarket, but also infant formula, which it sells a lot of around the world. So A2 Milk shares down around 1% for most of the afternoon. It said today it intends to basically end a key agreement that's been in place with Sinlay for some time, in fact, for the last seven or so years. Sinlay's been exclusively supplying a range of A2 Milk's infant formula products in a number of countries, including Australia, New Zealand, and also China. The reason A2 Milk gave for this is that Sinlay's fallen short of meeting its requirements. Now, A2 Milk owns close to 20% of Sinlay, is its second largest shareholder. So 
A2 milk shares have fallen, but it certainly is a much bigger deal for Sinlay, which mm. is down 10% today. Mm. Eight a rec- and a half. Yep. Now at the okay, close. Eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Hit a record low today at one point. It's down almost 70% this year as well. So if there's still a bit of time left, they've got something like a, about a month now to have conversations between the two to see if they can sort out their differences. But if it does continue and they follow through with this, then it would leave a gaping hole in Simlay's business, would lose you know, a major customer of its formula, and it could give A2 Milk greater control of its supply chain as well. Gold miner Red 5 has been in the spotlight today as well. Its shares were lifting from the opening bell on no official news, but there was an article in the AFR saying a mystery buyer was acquiring a chunk of its shares. In the afternoon trade, news was released revealing that Silver Lake was that mystery buyer. It's buying roughly 383 million shares in red. That equates to roughly 11% of the total shares on offer, and that could cost roughly $84 million based off Friday's closing price. And this would be part of a strategic investment for Silver Lake, feeding into its strategy to become a larger, lower cost and longer life business, in their own words. And on the back of this, though, Silver Lake shares are down 8.3%, but red shares up 20.5% today on the back of that news. About that. Not a bad day for red. Not bad. Mm. Well, that's the end of the day, I think. That should is we the look end of forward, the day. though, because we we're should. at the start of a pretty big week, of course. But We absolutely are. Let's look forward, forward. starting with tonight, of course. Yes, let's do that. What's, um, what's catching backwards. your eye? Well, tonight, nothing major coming out of the US. We do have the Home Builders Sentiment Index coming out. Not too market moving there. But if no. we look to Australia tomorrow... We have the RBA's meeting minutes. So that's from September. They kept the cash rate at 4.1%. That yep. was the third straight month that they kept it on hold. So what we're really looking for is the detail there about what could lay ahead for interest rates, right? And there's obviously a few key things coming up before their next decisions made. So we have that inflation data coming out. We have consumer spending. That's all ahead of their meeting in October. Yep. So I'm thinking that they're likely going to maintain that messaging, that they're going to remain data dependent. Yeah, so they're still two weeks out from that RBA meeting and the market is very much expecting no move. So mm-hmm. this would be the fourth straight month or meeting that they've kept interest rates in uh, fact, steady. In fact, sorry to cut in there, but if you look at the Bloomberg terminal right now, it actually says there's a small chance of a rate cut. Mm. So that's how markets are thinking right now. It's like a minus 7% chance. So a small chance of a cut. So 7% chance. Small chance of a cut, yes. It depends how you read the Bloomberg Terminal exactly. That's true. That's yes. true. Apart from that, uh, <laughs> tomorrow, there won't be a huge amount out, but you're right, the RBA meeting minutes will be the mm. highlight. We've got weekly updates mm-hmm. on uh, consumer confidence, which is always important in this environment. A couple of stocks paying divs, a couple more X-div. Eight. Next yeah, but tomorrow. Nothing relatively noteworthy. small both mm-hmm. both ways. So mm-hmm. McMahon Service Stream, I believe, are ex-div, mm-hmm. and you've got Bapur in my state paying out dividend payments. Correct. $3.1 billion yep. of dividends going out to Aussie investors mm-hmm. and roughly about 30 companies trading X. That's over the whole course of yep. this week. As we sort of alluded to in the beginning of the podcast, I think we'll just be watching commodity prices as well because that can add to that inflation story, seeing what's happening with oil prices and iron ore prices, but we won't go too far yeah. into that. And also with dividend payments. Oh, yes. Uh, Rio, Downer, REA Group, AGL, QBE, uh, the Lottery Corp computer share. So some big names paying out dividends over the course of the, the next four days. 
How about the rest of the week? Because there are quite a few things to, to keep an eye on. The big one this week, and I guess that's why there's a little bit of caution in our markets, ahead of the Federal Reserve, JP's decision. That's right. So this is that meeting, of course, on interest rates. That will be first thing Thursday morning. The market is pricing in a 99% chance the mm-hmm. rates are going to stay on hold where they are right now between mm-hmm. five and a quarter and five and a half percent. The Bank of England over in the UK will also make a decision on rates and the Swiss Central Bank will also make a decision on Thursday over there. So Bank of Japan as well, yep. Sweden, Norway. So those are a yep. few of so the smaller ones. Yeah, Quite a few, but the Fed's the one that will, will definitely one. receive yep. the most attention, especially... But we're yep. not looking to see, you know, whether or not they're hiking. In this instance, we're wanting to know what's happening for looking Guidance. forward. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're going to release that dot plot, right? Mm-hmm. And in human language, as Tom would say. Yeah, please ex- explain. Yeah, it's just basically the plan of what's going to happen ahead for interest rates. Exactly right. What what the different Fed members are expecting in the future. So that could be important. You're right. That's probably more important than the actual decision ultimately. Apart from that, dividends, Fed decision. We've got a few bits and pieces when it comes to economic data in Australia, but it's going to be pretty quiet on that front. So I think most of the attention is going to be overseas. Absolutely. It will be this week, but then next week, the attention will turn back here. But I think it's a bit early to talk about that for now. I think so. (laughs) Well, on that note, enjoy the week, everyone. See you soon. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.